0: Welcome to the Spiritual Awakener, where you'll hear everyday people's stories of their awakening moments that led them to work with you, the collective. Now, here's your host, Susan Kennard. Hi, I'm Susan Kennard, and this is the Spiritual Awakener podcast. This is a podcast where I get to interview really lovely, beautiful souls that have come a long way on their journey. They didn't always know who they were. They knew deep within their soul who they were, but they didn't always know consciously who they were, but they had a spiritual awakening or a turning point that made them realize that they were so much more than this mind and this body, that they had a beautiful soul within and that they had a special gift to share with the world. So I'm excited to share my gifts with you on this podcast and my next guest for her to share her gifts with you. Her name is Raphael. What a beautiful name already because it holds an energy of spirit. So Raphael van Werkum, welcome to the Spiritual Awakener podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. And obviously, you know, you can hear my accent. I'm from the UK and uh we live right down here on the coast right by the sea in fact you can see the sea from my room now as i'm as i'm recording this with you tell everyone where you are in the world
1: yeah so i'm in a very little place called wanaka in new zealand so basically on the exact opposite side of the world to you <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and if we believed that the world was flat how would that be <laughs> it would be well, side to yeah. side right And I'd be like, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And if we believe it's round like a globe, then it would be like hi down under, right? So um I just thought that was quite funny to bring that in. So Raphael, tell tell us all about you. You know, you know, what, what do you call yourself and your work? What is your work? And then tell us one of your significant spiritual awakenings or turning points that led you to be who you are.
1: Oh, I refer to myself as an awakening coach so I help people through their awakening journey so their spiritual awakening as well as their conscious awakening I'm a qualified counselor as well and an international best author so I do lots of different things <laughs> mm-hmm. and I use a lot of grounded counseling and therapy techniques with a lot of incredibly advanced spiritual work so I vary from a lot of other coaches in that I'm teaching people, you know, astral travel and multidimensional travel and how to work with guides and all sorts of stuff, like really high-end woo stuff that, you know, <laughs> know <what I> love. <laughs> um, yeah, and then also grounding that with a lot of counselling theory, a lot of conscious communication, a lot of trauma release work, and, and it's all sort of grounded in that physical world, energetic and physical body connection so that's that's kind of what I do and so um, that's right up
0: my street isn't it so you you know Raphael kind of emailed me and said that she loved uh, the spiritual awakening podcast and felt that we were a really good match and and we really are <laughs> we yeah. really are because she has that background in what, what I call the traditional as I do in the sciences and yeah the channel to spirit and the understanding that we are this beautiful light being having a human experience and that mm. we're embodying this is just completely a match for us isn't it Raphael? Yeah, totally. so so what do you feel was you know that turning point you know we have many of them don't we and when we look back on our life we can sort of see that but what do you feel mm. what happened for you to mm. realize that mm.
1: so so for for me susan it's quite a clear point in my journey. So, because before this point, I was, you're pretty standard kind of early 20 year old. I was working on corporate. I'd gone to university and done marketing and international business. You know, I like love to go out and drink and party and <laughs> I was really wanting to travel and I saved so up a bunch of money and I went traveling and I had a few months of this amazing Did you come month. here?
0: Did you come here to the UK? Yeah. 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 Oh, amazing.
1: Yeah. So I went to Southeast Asia and then I went over to Central Europe and I was in like Berlin and in Croatia and down in Spain, all sorts of stuff
0: going on. You don't happen to have Sagittarius rising, do you, in your chart? No, I oh. almost Sagittarius. I don't think any Sagittarius. Oh That's wow! It. Just just because I'm Sag Rising, and I just have travelled all over the world as well, like you, and been to as I said before we started recording three times. I've been to New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. like you know. I think we are, you know, these expansive beings that just want to put our sparkly feet wherever. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'm probably the Libra in me. And I'm, I'm Libra. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Are you like, Libra of- so Sun? Are you Libra Sun, are you?
1: I'm Libra Sun. I'm Libra Saturn. I'm also.
0: Oh, I'm Libra but- Sun. I've got a Stellium in Libra. Yes, yeah. yeah, so oh. you, you, you too. Well, that's kind of how we match then. Yeah, yeah excellent, yeah, amazing. My moon is Libra as well. So I've got Libra sun, Libra moon. Yeah, I've got all of that. So if you guys, sorry, if you're not into astrology, I'm an intuitive astrologer. And so I just like absolutely love astrology. And it sounds like Raphael loves astrology as well. And, you know, we, when you look at that, you can see what's going on in the world. Scientifically, you can see a match with it. And well, right now, as we're recording this on the 17th of November 21, we're actually coming up to a lunar eclipse in taurus and mm. so it's exciting times you know really pivotal experience isn't it anyway go on go on yeah. we can talk astrology all um, the time but. <laughs> yeah.
1: no I, I love it I, I really got into astrology actually from a lot of my clients i wasn't super into astrology before i actually started doing coaching work and then all yeah. of my clients were like tell me about astrology tell me tell me tell me See? and i had my chart read and everything but i was like i need to learn a bit more because mm-hmm. all my clients always asking me and and you're right like the energy of of what's going on with moon cycles and with your different yeah. houses and everything so and chiron
0: messy. do you do you look at chiron as well because chiron to me is the wounded heat well, is the wounded healer but it's really about mission so when you see where chiron is in someone's chart you can go wow like yeah it makes sense that you oh, experience that right yeah yeah definitely in my case (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: so so anyway so yeah so i actually came to the uk traveling so i was about three and a half months deep having an awesome awesome time and then i actually went up to scotland and i went out with some friends for a night partying and when i was in a nightclub, i was drugged yeah and it wasn't a roofie it was some sort of psychedelic Something Carrada? What's a roofie? what's What's a roofie? Oh, so roofie is like a more commonly used drug to drug people oh, where it wow. might pass out. So this was like a psychedelic sort of one of some sort. I'm not really sure what. and i'd never I'd never really done any drugs before, so I was like,
0: well, over my. how old and, were you? How old were you then?
1: I, I was at twenty three, I think.
0: So you weren't quite I, at your Saturn return, were you? You weren't no, quite no. so my awakening was a twenty sort of seven ish and it was sat almost Saturn return. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was so it was quite a number of years prior to a Saturn return. Yeah. And so I sort of as as all the drugs started to set in, I started seeing colours and seeing all these visuals and everything. And I was like, oh God, okay. And like managed to find my friends again and yeah. had this crazy kind of night luckily I was with some people that I really trusted and were really wonderful people who sort of took me home and looked after me and everything and then I looked up- after
0: you were looked after definitely for that mm. yeah
1: yeah mm. yeah in physical and in spirit although at yeah, that time I, I, I meant spiritually
0: I was like wow yeah. you know you were really looked after yeah yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah and so basically I woke up the next morning and I went for a walk to kind of clear my head And all of the visuals and the colors and the images and the kind of shadows of things that I'd been seeing didn't go away. And they just never went away from that point. And in fact, they got stronger and stronger. And literally, I started to see spirits. I started to see people's auras. I started to have these really intense visuals and like premonitions really intense dreams and I had no idea what was going on and I had no idea that this could happen to somebody so I just thought I was crazy like I was just like no
0: so it opened up it must have opened up I mean obviously we've got our crown energy but the sense I'm getting with this is it opened up something in the pineal you know like it was like that light center so if you're listening to this and you're like well maybe i need to go and do that to open up i'm like no 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 that is not the way now not in this ascension pathway not when we're doing this much higher vibrational work that isn't the way but those in those times that was like a a rude awakening to her spiritual journey which probably would have come at 27 but it was kind of speeded up because of that experience but the sense i'm getting as i connect with my guides on this is the opening up of that pineal light, you know, like almost like a calc- calcification went and then that yep. was a blast. But that's really yeah. quite a tough way to awaken, right?
1: Yeah, totally. It was just like my yeah. third eye, my crown yeah. both just off overnight. Yeah. And yeah. it's actually interesting because I do work with quite a lot of people now who come to me because they've had this intense experience as well. Yeah. Often, wow. you attract it. And yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. so I teach people around how that can actually be quite dangerous to do, like, especially if mm-hmm. you do it with the intention of kind of opening everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't get a choice in it at all in the sense that I didn't even choose to take the drugs. Like I was literally drugged by yeah. somebody, Wow. Um, but it just, you know, it happened that way. And, and so I basically spent. The really short version of the story is I spent about the next two years trying mm. to navigate that intense experience. And I had a lot of really Two years, wow. Yeah.
0: Did you yeah. attract, I want to ask you, did you attract yeah. entities? Well, did you attract darkness? Did you, because yeah. this is what the sense I'm getting to ask you this question. Obviously, I'm always guided with where to go. But the sense I get with it is that it not only opened up the, the incredible visuals of how spirit really is which is that bright color bright colors Mm. aren't really like colors you know Mm. here but also the dark side which of course is always about our own fears isn't it you know entity and attachment is always attracted to the vibration of fear yeah Yeah. so was that a big you know a big kind of clearing for you as well.
1: yeah, so so initially, I had a huge amount of darker energies and a darker wow. kind of darker spirits particularly because I wasn't really looking after myself physically very well because I was traveling around a lot. Yeah. I energyd, wasn't looking after myself like I like like a lot of healers, hugely empathic, always giving massive holes in my aura, massive issues with not mm-hmm. kind of grounding. Yeah. Um, and so everything kind of opened up up here i just wow. completely lost sense of my lower chakras and yeah. just was not grounded at all
0: and so that and you didn't know that then as well like you're speaking no so you know like you know like we know later yeah. don't we but at yeah. that yeah. time you didn't know that you weren't grounded embodied in this experience you just yeah. felt all those things so if you're yeah. listening to this and you're going through this then it could be, I'm not talking necessarily about the drugs, but I'm talking about, you know, like perhaps a big awakening or opening. It is really important to embody it, isn't it? And be human, you know, as well yep. as spirit. Yeah,
1: Definitely, definitely. And, and honestly, at the time, I thought that I was losing my mind. Yeah. I actually thought that I was going through psychosis and that I was going to end up in a hospital, like in, you know, That's like a, a mental health hospital yeah. of some sort or on drugs or something like that. But that
0: happens, that happens, Raphael. You know, like me, I always say it's a fine line between mediumship and madness. Like, and there's no judgment with what I say with that, but there is a fine line. And I think a lot of people that do go into mental health hospitals or section, we call it sectioned over here in the UK, or end up on lots of suppressive medication are actually incredible Mediums and channels, and you know, just yeah. you know, obviously have attracted the dark, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, attracted the dark. I agree, and also become completely ungrounded in their, yes. in their bodies. Mm. Become complete. Like at times, you can really lose sight of of reality, which is yeah. something I experience. You know, like not being sure what you're experiencing is is in the 3D world and what you're experiencing is in the four
0: five. You know. Six. You're higher now, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You know. wow so, yeah yeah what yeah. a journey what a journey yeah. so it took you two so about two years and so what happened after the two years mm. what happened in the next stage of it
1: yeah so so basically when i came back to new zealand which was about four months after that experience plus mm. i some other really ex- intense, traumatic ex- personal experiences as well happened in that time. I wow. came back, and I was just literally like the shell of the person mm. I had once I was. Just like a walking zombie, like in the midst of that dark night of the soul period, but not knowing what was going on, yeah. and so very physically ill at that point as well. And so initially, I sought support because of my physical illnesses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which happens a
0: lot. People come because
1: of Yeah. Yeah. And there was no way. At that point, I did reach out and do a little bit of work with a medium psychic Mm -hmm. and a tiny bit of work with a counselor. But before then, I would never have gone to see a medium or psychic. I Mm -hmm. I was barely even interested in counseling or therapy or anything like that. Yeah, and so I really focused on my physical health initially and mm-hmm. I ended up with having surgery and all sorts of stuff went on in that space and really take a look at my life in terms of my stress levels my anxiety and and obviously into that pain, how much energy I was giving to people what boundaries mm-hmm. I was or wasn't mm-hmm. setting and so that was a net progression into doing more mental health work and at that time as well because my physical body started to improve and my physical health started to improve the spiritual side of things got even more intense and wow. I just had <laughs> like, literally like visit like every night like as I was going to bed I'd have like spirits coming in I'd have like spirits coming to my work I would yeah. have like the Flashbacks of like past lives. Of and also did you
0: have flashbacks yeah. of that time where you were on the psychedelic drug? Did you ever have that as well?
1: Um, actually not so much. It's really mm. interesting yeah. because the actual drugging itself, like the experience to be drugged was very traumatic. And I'm not mm. I'm not dismissing that because yeah. I had to do a lot of work around the fact that I was drugged. But the actual yeah, that your power
0: was on, taken away. In an indirect way, your power was taken away. Somebody, some experience took your power away, but you had to surrender to it, right? Yeah, Mm.
1: totally. But the actual experience on the drugs Mm. wasn't particularly traumatic. Unlike, say, people who, like, I've worked with a lot of people who've had intense, you know, part medicine experiences, and it can be really the actual experience Mm. on the drugs can also be very traumatic. Whereas this was like quite a, you know, lucid kind
0: of, you know, I've done plant medicine, ayahuasca a couple of times. Mm. I don't feel the need to do it again, but I did it a couple of times and it, it was for me a really spiritual experience. And that's where I was given the title of my book and I was given light language and it, you know, it was several years ago now, but that, that for me was, The first one was a really quite quite intense experience of being shown all the things that you hadn't looked at and then Mm. the second one was the most incredible spiritual experience because i already worked with my guides and it was just literally like they were next to me it was so beautiful but it isn't like that for everybody and i definitely get that i could see many people in the trauma state of what they were experiencing Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm, go ahead. Yeah, carry yeah, on.
1: yeah, and I think just just on what you have said about you know iOS script experiences, probably mm. for you going in with, I imagine a huge amount of intention and having done yeah, a lot of work. In the space, You're going into it where where a lot of people do go into it with this empowered space, mm. but if you're not, then that's when yeah. things can can end up a bit yeah.
0: rough, right? And that's why um, you choose someone who, if if you're choosing to do this, if you're listening to this then and if you're choosing to do plant medicine then it's always important to choose beautiful sacred people that you really really trust because it's not one of those things that you go and do at a festival yeah mm-hmm. so i'm just saying that to anyone who is is listening yeah. you know it's definitely not a party experience it's a sacred experience Raphael, isn't it yeah.
1: mm-hmm. you defy Define yeah. And the intention behind it is so important. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it, cause it is super powerful. And and the thing about it is that anyone who is destined to open up some intense spiritual gifts, yeah. highly yeah. empathic, if you do plant medicine yeah. or I- any sort of psychedelics or mm-hmm. sometimes even like high quantities of alcohol and anything that makes mm-hmm. you kind of lose and opens those channels can then yeah. set you up to kind of mm. having those gifts kind of go like buff, but actually yeah. what, you know, you and I, I'm, I'm sure you, you'd speak to this as well, you and I as practitioners want is for people to be empowered mm. in that and to step into it consciously, exactly. step by step, rather mm. than sort of yeah. getting thrown off the edge of the cliff and kind of going like, oh, and I don't God, think we yeah,
0: need, need it. Like, yeah. Personally, I don't think we need it now. I think I, I don't think we need something outside of us to activate this beautiful experience of this Ascension that we're going through right now. But maybe in the past that would have been, you know, helpful. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so carry on. And then I really want you to say the title of your book. Definitely. So people can perhaps look that up while they're listening to you. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Cool. Yeah. So where was I? So, okay. So physical health journey went through Mm -hmm. all of that had the classic situation of a whole lot of the Western medicine practices not working, Mm -hmm. turned to Eastern medicine and turned to alternative medicine and had a lot more success with that. Went into the mental health space and coupled that with spiritual coaching. And the real turning point for me, and this is another kind of turning point, but a real positive one was that I started a spiritual coach who, when I said to them, like, so I'm seeing dead people and they're like cool tell me about that okay. <laughs> <laughs> empowered in this. and I was like what let's get me empowered in this like like really and and yeah. sort of teach me how to like set boundaries with spirits and recognizing that actually spirit yeah. uh, I refer to a spirit ushering which is yeah. you know thing with spirits and also helping them to pass over and working with them is such a is, is actually like a very common thing and something that you know There used to always be in communities people who would have the ability to do because it's an important part of the wider circle of life energetically.
0: I I love that what you've just said because actually it became it it became kind of like people didn't didn't talk about and definitely when I was opening up and becoming a medium all those years ago, Mm -hmm. you just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Whereas now we can really talk about it again. And with all these beautiful souls that are you know we we might call unexpectedly passing over through
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: whatever's going on in the world however people view that there are a lot of souls that don't realize that they have actually passed and so i definitely hear what you're saying Raphael. because when i teach my classes as well one of the things we do is we help all those souls to pass over to the light mm-hmm. and then come back and chat to us afterwards but to get them to pass over and i i love it that you you've touched on what it used to be like and it was part of that extended family you know tribe in a way soul family that people used to do that mm.
1: definitely and and you know back when we lived in communities and particularly in basically every indigenous culture in the world there is a place for the medium or the the spiritual guide, the shadow walker, yeah. whatever they were called, yeah. that that person had a role in helping spirits to pass over. And here in New Zealand, in Maori culture, which is our ethnic culture here, that's a huge part of of the culture yeah. as well. And it's something that you know, in in a lot of in in sort of Western culture for a long time, particularly yeah. with Islam and everything. All of that's got squished, but now people are sort of becoming a little bit more open to sharing. Because I think that there's been plenty of people who've been able to see and connect with spirits Mm -hmm. this whole time. It's not like it's just stopped and then it's all opening up again now. I think it's been something that people have been able to do, but they've suppressed their gifts and they've also hidden because it's not been safe, right? Like people have actually been killed. For
0: these guests Exactly. Exactly. And that's coming up massively, I think, in our Akashics right now. All Mm -hmm. of those times that maybe as a witch or I should have worn my top actually. I have a really good top that's about we're the granddaughters of the witches they could not burn or something. Anyway, it's really cool. (laughs) But it's it's a lot of those lifetimes that, you know, are coming up to be healed, would you say, at the moment, the karmic aspects.
1: Mm -hmm. And definitely with
0: that last transit the Scorpio transit you know a couple of weeks ago that was massive that was you know that was a really big karmic time you know where people were really clearing out a lot and you saw a lot of people being unwell and you saw a lot of people you know emotionally struggling and that was where I think we had a big karmic purge yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah. and when you when you look at it collectively absolutely and then when you also start to look at individual within each individual journey right yeah. you've got that point in your awakening where you start to work through and you clear and you heal the past lives that you maybe haven't and yeah. like for me i'd done a lot of work in healing on past lives where i'd been killed or Banished for this work, surprisingly, actually, because I had a very spiritually connected life only maybe four or five lifetimes ago, so I'd done a lot of that. So You've done a lot of that,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. But what I yeah. hadn't done a lot of work on was and was working around my, using my channeling ability and using my like empathic ability to manage emotionally situations.
0: But so that's like, the I human part, that. right? So that's the human yeah. part. Being yeah. able to being able to align to that embodying of being human, experiencing emotion, but not actually mm-hmm. giving your power away and your energy away, right to others. Yeah, you can, yeah. You, can yeah. you can keep that power or empowerment rather than power, but also be able to experience what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. So anyway, so all of that became part of my journey, and yeah. Would have led me and in, and in, 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 so a lot of it did start off dark. If I'm really honest, mm-hmm. and over time, as I was able to ground back into my body, as I as I was able to set boundaries, particularly with spirits and with energy, and able to do mm-hmm. a lot of clearing work, I was able to get a lot more of that lighter energy through and experience some beautiful situations with helping. You know, these like for example, I had this beautiful experience with helping this very young girls for it passover and i've had this awesome water sprite that came and lived with me and my partner lived in our bathtub for a few months oh wow (laughs) beautiful beautiful things and i met a lot of my soul family along the way and did some clearing of some stuff with some of those people and so that was over the course of that was then again so the first sort of two years was largely just like managing stuff and just getting my feet ground again and yeah. then the next two years or so was really stepping into that work and i started to do a lot of spirit ushering work and i was actually mm. super resistant uh, susan to go into human work i was like yeah. i don't work with humans i just work with <laughs> just spirit, with spirit. <laughs> yeah i work with yeah. I, i'll work with spirits to help them pass over i'll work with yeah. like guides I'll, I'll do land energy work. I'll clear spaces, but I don't want to work with humans. And, and so for about a year, my guides were like, "You need to work with humans. You need to work with humans." And I was like, "Nope, I don't want to do it. I didn't want this life. I didn't want this life style. <laughs> I want to like I'm I'm doing really well on the corporate ladder. Thank you very much. I'm actually pretty happy in that world. I definitely
0: um, I definitely resisted it as well. And yeah, you know, I was a, I was a psychologist and psychotherapist and worked in child protection and if I hadn't had the awakening and the direction, I never would have done it. Right. It's like definitely was not what I thought I was supposed to be doing. (laughs) So yeah, but if you're meant to, right. And it's in the cards, literally, then it, it, you know, you're meant to be doing it. So Raphael, can you just, just say the title of your book and your website?
1: Yeah, totally. So my book is called your conscious awakening and it's a, Combination of the transformation that you get from doing conscious work coupled with intuitive work as well. So I I think of it as not just a book; it's a self-healing manual. So I share thin foundational techniques, which most of them are grounded in counselling and therapy work, Mm -hmm. um, but they're interconnection work to help people develop their initial level of intuition, but also to become more conscious of their patterns. So things like connecting into your aura, grounding, setting energetic boundaries, reframing in your mindset, all sorts of stuff like that. In a child's work, there's, there's a, like kind of a living foundation as well as I've got a chapter. I've only got one chapter on my journey because I didn't want the whole book to be about same, my, my same, but I think that's
0: good. I, th- I, th- I think that's good. We have one chapter on who we are and where we, you know, what's your name and where you come yeah. from and how do you get where you are but then the rest of it is that you know self healing of of helping people because what is it about i feel it's about one person we, we said we set our intentions at, at the start but it's one person that reads that book right and yeah. if that one person reads that book then they may be give it to someone else to read and you know it's that kind of thing isn't it like we're planting yeah. the seeds so yeah what's your website so people can so it-
1: yeah, so it's com. So all of my Instagram and all of my, everything is just empowered with Raphael. You can just Google that. Sometimes if you just Google empower with, and then, so my name is spelled the same as the Archangel, pronounced slightly differently. And yes, I was given this name at birth. I didn't choose the name. That's um, amazing, isn't um, it?
0: That <laughs> you got that. Like you, you chose yeah. that, right? You know, I always believe we choose our parents and we choose our energetic name. What's yeah. the chances of you choosing a name like that? Yeah. That yeah. is just, yeah. you know, incredible. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah So we can find you on your name. So basically, so it's, say it again, just so people can find Empowered you.
1: Empowered with Rachel. Think Archangel. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and my website. I feel like that's enough social media for me. Yeah. If anyone's interested, check out the, my book. Through my website, you can if you go directly through the website on the um, online shop, you can actually get it for a fifty percent discount as an ebook. And I've got physical copies available in New Zealand, and then ebook form internationally. And the audiobook is coming out in a couple of weeks as well. I'm just amazing.
0: I think audiobooks are definitely a way forward because you know we're always like. Busy and listening to stuff, you know, in the car, whatever. I love mine's definitely going to be audiobook as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, Raphael, what, what I want to say to you is that the because we're we're kind of getting co- almost towards the end of our conversation, and I want, you know, I feel like Raphael is is an, is an archangel, but I feel like you have the energy of ascended master. So, what what types of people come to you? So, people listening to this. You know, who who comes to you? Who comes to you to work with you? Just give us an idea of who might, who yeah. might come to you.
1: Good question. So mm-hmm. I work with people and the people who come to me are empaths, typically have experienced some level of connection as a child. Often people talk about, you know, seeing spirits or having imaginary friends and stuff when they were a kid, yes. shutting it down. And then they've either had an experience like I did, where things have started to open up without their control, and they're wanting to learn how to control that. So with that type of person, for anyone who's listening, the the main things is things around grounding, around boundary setting, around connecting to your body, around how do you manage your energy. And so I do a lot of work with people in that sense. That's um, great. Yeah, and much uh, needed.
0: Much needed.
1: Yeah. 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 So I call it spiritual health and safety.
0: i love that spiritual Uh, health and safety (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so so
1: that's one that's that's kind of one sort of avenue where people feel really called to to work with me the other is where people are have had those experiences as a kid they're an empath they've tried a few things intuitively and they're really wanting to take their intuitive work to the next level so they've you know you you might have been to healers you might have learned how to do some card readings but you're like no you know what i want to actually be really clear on how i can work with my guides i want to connect to other people's guides i want to do all of that advanced intuitive work but in a really safe way and so i talk about it as i'm reminding people that's what i say that's exactly what i say it's like you know
0: it already but you're just remembering who you are and what your gifts are and your mission, really, you know? Yeah, yeah, I
1: love
0: that. So, it's, so yeah. it is remembering, isn't it? Like we come in yeah. and we like forget, and then we spend the whole of our life rem- trying to remember, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, th- try- and this is the time to remember, right? So I just, yeah, so I just kind of want to say, you know, this this is amazing. So if you're listening to this and you've been thinking, actually, Oh my goodness i just don't feel safe like if i think about spirit you know my daughter is only is like 14 to 14 next week and and she refuses you know she's totally connected totally sees spirit and has done from a baby in a cot right and because i could see her looking at the guides and she and i made a deal and we just said she said i do not want to see them mum. i don't want them around me and i said you know what that's absolutely fine because one day you'll be ready and when that day comes, you can invite them back in. Cause obviously I teach this as well. So I was able to say to her, you've got the power to actually ask them to step away. She said, I only want them to come when you're around. So I said, that's fine then we'll do that deal. And since that day, she's never been woken up in the night again. And I just want to say to people, you know, if you've got children, You absolutely can do this with your children. You can make that decision, maybe see Raphael and she'll help you with that as well, or come to me and i help you with it. But definitely you can help your children, but you can also help yourself because you are the one, like you chose to come, you chose to have these guides, you chose to be on your mission in this time, this incredible time of awakening and ascension. And so you have the power to ask your guides to step out. You have the power. to ask your spirits to step out it's just that you forget that Mm. and asking it is given because if you ask it is always given but of course you you know you have to like do the healing work on yourself you have to be empowered and if you're an empath you feel everything yeah yeah and that I find is is our inner work right so that empathic part is our inner work and then when we feel really embodied, like you were talking about early, really grounded in our lower energies, our Earth star, grounded to Mother Earth and Gaia. That is where the true magic happens, would you say, in people's yeah. life Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, I, and I talk about it as a tr- you're a tree, right? So the more that you root yourself down, the taller that you can grow and the higher you can expand. And a lot of people think that it has to be one or the other, but Mm -hmm. actually it can be both. And that's what the beautiful thing in this world, right, is that when you become awakened, you realize that there isn't an either either. There isn't a yes or no. There's always a both. There's always a somewhere in the middle that you can find that balance in.
0: Raphael, that is such a beautiful thing and and a visual for people to look at is like, you know, as we as we wrap this up, that visual of imagining ourselves as this incredible tree that actually is connected to Mother Earth, connected to the universe or God's source energy, whatever people feels sits with them, and those two combined, as Raphael says, actually creates this human experience. And we can't just be connected to the universe because there's no point of being here. And we can't just be in the earth because it is our soul's connection. The guides are saying that travels us through on the mission that we chose. (sighs) yeah. Wow. What an incredible conversation. I mean, I could speak to you for hours, but I feel that I feel that empowered with Raphael.com, you need to go over and have a look at that and. You know, maybe reach out to you, Raphael, and could they do you know would it be okay for you to offer them just a chat, maybe a ten minute or a fifteen minute chat if they are not sure what they need is is that okay for you to offer them that? yeah, yes, they mentioned the podcast if they mention coming on the podcast, sorry, listening to the podcast and you being interviewed on it, then they can have that fifteen minute free chat with you, maybe yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. so you can. Reach out to me on, on the social, on social media or on email and just message me. Um, or if you can find it, if you're meant to, your guides will direct you on the website to where I do have connection calls that you can book. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to advise yeah. exactly there because I just trust that people who are meant to find it will find yeah. it.
0: Yeah.
1: Amazing. But please reach out. And I've got a few free resources on my website as well of different things to do with like intuitive self-care and and inner child healing work as well so there's lots of different things on there that people can connect to explore with you and feel you know and like feel your
0: energy and work yeah on that level yeah it's great to have that free resource and people can then make a decision can't they yeah okay Raphael thank you so much for being on the spiritual awakener it's it's been a joy just hold on there for a minute while I just close this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I've really, really enjoyed this episode. If you have a spiritual awakening experience or story that you wish to share with my listeners and my audience, I would love to hear it. Please reach me on susankennard.co.uk or susan at and of course you can find me across all social media and other podcast platforms. Much love for now. Remember, you are loved and you are this incredible being of light. Just choosing right now to have a human experience. Much love. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Awakener and being a part of our conversation. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get great information at
1: susankinnard.co.uk.